The following is a KPV MediaWorks production. Choose your fighter. Three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of KPB Cast, guys. With me today, I have one of the world's premier Street Fighter Five players and Marvel vs. Capcom players as well, and that is uh, Derek uh, Rufin. That's how you pronounce your last name, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, you guys know him as Idom. And before we go on, I just want to thank uh, to some uh, two of our sponsors, which is Acquire Apparel Gaming Apparel. Excuse me. Just, yeah, my mind's all over the place today, guys. I apologize. But uh, head on over to their website. They do a lot of really great designs and, and um, things for gaming in general. Great jerseys, great t-shirts. Check them out. And, of course, Sultamiya Art. You could contract her to do any kind of artwork that you want. She's very multi-talented. I really suggest um, you know her for anything, again, that you need contracted out when it comes to fine art. SultamiyaArt.com. That's where you go find her. Idam, how are you today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Chilling. Good, man. Good. And um, today's episode, uh, just like the previous ones, it's basically a state of the union. IDOM is going to give us a little bit of an insight on the Street Fighter um, scene. And again, I really appreciate it. With that being said, man, obviously Street Fighter Five, it's uh, almost at end of life. Everybody's looking towards uh, Street Fighter Six, but could you take us a little bit through what that community itself was feeling maybe a few months before the complete lockdown of COVID? During COVID and afterwards, let, let obviously let's start off before you know COVID hit. Uh yeah, so before COVID hit, I feel like the scene was thriving. Everyone was hungry. Capcom Cup had just finished. People were hungry. New patch. People wanted to see who was the best. A lot of tournaments were coming up, and everything was so exciting. And then, like fast forward, maybe like a couple of months after the Capcom Cup, COVID hit. We all got a play online we didn't even know like the future for a thing because like everyone was so shocked at even what COVID was and then from there we got to play online Street Fighter 5 netcode is not the best so we can't play people basically without our region with we have to only play people within our region so like NA is only playing North America uh Europe's only playing Europe Asia is only playing in like the Asian country so you know it's not the same vibe as like offline events that we had before like combo breakers like people coming from all over the world Evo but yeah during COVID we're all just playing amongst each other and now hopefully with the the tournaments coming up combo breaker just happened there wasn't a lot of international presence at combo breaker our CEO but you know hopefully with Evo we can get back to like where we were you know, I'm glad you uh, said that because, uh, let's be honest, Street Fighter V, uh, yes, a lot of people were complaining, which a lot of the community does nowadays. How come these games don't ship directly with, like, you know, the best netcode possible? Well, you know, it is a Capcom game. Um, they had the Capcom Cup. Uh, Capcom itself puts a lot of money towards this stuff. And, of course, COVID caught everybody off guard. So the fact that everybody had to go online, like you said, I guess it killed a little bit of the vibe because... One thing that you mentioned, the, the game was really thriving. It seems that the community itself finally just accepted a lot of the things Capcom was doing with the game itself. You know, good uh, events going on. Everybody's just getting hype and everything for the game. The next big event, big Capcom um, tour. And like you said, it, it was taken away, and that completely caught everybody off guard. Now, when everything transitioned to online, what kind of communications that you're aware of 
that Capcom had with the community? Or was it, hey, guys, just go online and just, you know, just just stay, you know, just stay at a standstill until we could figure something out? What was that like? Uh, yeah, so when we first started going, like, fully online, Capcom was actually, like, very supportive because they had their own, like, online CPTs. They had a lot of great online CPT events. We got to see players that we probably would have never got to see if it was still, like, primarily offline. I feel like Capcom handled the, the COVID situation pretty well. I mean, like I said, a lot of players did lose their thrive to play because I think they just don't like online. I feel like there's always going to be that player base within the FGC that just hates hates online. But uh, it it was a good thing to like try to transition to, and I feel like they did a good job keep people's like eyes on Street Fighter while COVID was going on. You know, you mentioned something, and I'm glad you did. Uh, let, let's take it from your perspective first. Obviously, you're a world traveler for this game. You're a big-time competitor, a champion of many events. For that specific group of players, and you know who I'm talking about, the highest of the high levels of players, you, Punk, uh, you know, anybody else of that caliber, how was it transitioning to online? I know there were some offline events, some invitational things, but... You, you know, you as a competitor, what was that transition like? Especially because, like you said, uh, even though Capcom had a few online events, you, you guys still want to keep refining your skills because now you only, you're only dealing with uh, your region. Other countries are only dealing with theirs. Take us through that. Was that hard for you guys? So for, like, people like me, I feel like I kind of grew up in the the online i not like the the pure online era but like i started playing fighting games with like street fighter 4 and marvel 3 so like i was kind of used to playing online so you're still. used to an online environment yeah i'm used to playing like online i i'm used to having the the option to play online to me playing online and i feel like for a lot of like other competitors they are kind of used to playing online but you know for like the justin wongs and like yeah yeah for like the people like justin wong like i feel like he's not used to like having to only play online he's like he's been traveling all over for like many events so of course it's it's very like it's a different i guess atmosphere for him but for me i feel like it was kind of like easy just to like kind of be like okay i guess like online's kind of kind of the thing again because like even like in like 2010 i was pretty much just only online and what about your other peers like, uh, let's say, Smug, um, Punk, uh, and the other uh, the top players did? I mean, I know Smug played online Street Fighter 4 for a while. I'm pretty sure Punk did. Did they feel the same way you did? Oh, this is nothing. Uh, there's a few things that you have to adjust to. But it, was it the same uh, mindset across the board? Or were there some top-level players up the, you know, that maybe just, eh, I'll, I'll deal with it, but I don't know how long, how much more I could deal with this? I, I would say a lot of the, the players around, like, I guess my age probably were comfortable with playing online still. But, like, you know, the the only complaint I feel like with a lot of players that have that play online a lot like me and the others is, like, you know, the, the netcode's not the ideal situation. So, like, that that's pretty much I, most players' complaints, I feel like. So, I mean, it's not the best, but it's not the worst. I mean, you yeah, know, okay. we're, we're talking about, in, you know, online. Uh, I mean, right now, the game the game is, you know, it's like about five or six years old, if I remember correctly. But it's much better than stuff we had, like, in 2007. So, I get what you're saying. So, with yeah. that being said, like, um, like we already mentioned, you know, you and your peers, you're, you're, you guys could adapt to it. It's perfectly fine. 
did Capcom themselves, did they have a few offline invitational events during, you know, the height of COVID? Or was it more towards, you know, when we're starting to find out, okay, now that everybody's vaccinated, we could get back to a few events, even though we're going to have our distance. Uh, did Capcom do anything like that? So when COVID at first, like, I guess, appeared and like nobody knew what was going on, I guess like, there was no, there were like no events happening at all, no invitational or like nothing going on at all. But I, the first, I guess, invitational during COVID had to have been, either, had to have been um the Red Bull Kumite in London, but they were like super uh, cautious with COVID. Like we all had to be vaccinated. Uh, we all kept a distance, mask, all that, all that stuff, quarantines. They they still wanted to do like offline events, but like with COVID is always going to be like a slippery slope. And um, you know, uh, you're you're yourself our competitor. We already talked about the fact that hey, you know what, playing online is not a problem. How did you feel when offline events were taken away? Uh, again, you're a high level competitor. You have, you know, you have a lot of things to prove. You're the champ of a couple of events here and there. Did uh, that change your mindset about anything, or was it just more along the lines? Eh, I'll stick it out um, as long as this lasts. Take us through your mind when everything was uh, offline events specifically were taken away. Because like you already said, Capcom had plans for doing things online. But since you're a world traveler, how does your mindset change when you realize everything has to close down for a while? It it kind of sucked because I guess in the in the beginning, like I was I was so surprised when COVID at first uh, first started. Like the local locals were taken away. Uh, Next level battle circuit. The Local I usually go to couldn't happen because COVID. It it did kind of suck for me because like I I do enjoy I always do enjoy going to like all the events, seeing everyone. It's a different feeling when like you know we're in person as opposed to like I'm just sitting at my computer playing. Uh, it it did suck in the beginning, but like as COVID, I guess like I'm kind of falling into the the trap that you know COVID kind of just happen and like now i'm kind of brainwashed to just think like oh covid's just always going to be here or whatever (laughs) but um you know you want to take us a little bit through the differences about you know what covid took away between you know something like next level battle circuit which is your training grounds that you go and hang out with your boys with the local scene versus something like evil taken away is there much of a different uh, mindset for you or is it all the same so yeah, like uh next level battle circuit being taken away is like it, it is different because like that's only like local players like you know i could play people for who come from like you know the tri-state area or like any place near but uh with well, like Evo, i said it's a it's a training ground yeah yeah it's like it's like a training ground kind of thing but like for evo it's like it really sucks because i think it hinders the growth of like a lot of street fighter players because i feel like one reason a a lot of players do get better is because they play people from like other regions because like a lot of the americans kind of know how like most of the american players are going to play but when you play like somebody from like europe or japan or something it's like it's it's eye-opening to see like their takes on the game and um Gave us the mindset of a top-level player during that time. Let's talk about the other player, the one who, you know, maybe they only go to NLBC. Maybe they only go to locals and, you know, regionals. Let's talk about those players. The community itself, from what you were able to tell, how many of these people, because you mentioned it before. uh, Listen, I've mentioned it plenty of times on this uh, podcast before. A lot of the people in the FGC, it could be perfect online, but they still 
hate playing online. Those players specifically, from you, from your vantage point, did a lot of them just end up abandoning the game because they were forced to play online so much, or maybe they just, uh, you know, they lost the love for fighting games. Because obviously, there's a big difference between between playing fighting games online versus offline. You know, that camaraderie that comes with the FGC. So again. That specific level of player who's, you know, very, very strong on their region. They're not a world traveler. Did you see the community numbers dwindling down as if, like, you know, hey, you know what? It was fun, but I just can't take this anymore. Yeah, I feel like there's there's two sides to the argument. So I do think, like, a lot of the players who, like, you know, enjoyed traveling to events, going to locals, that number dwindled. Because, you know, there was nothing going on and, like, you're forced to play online and then, like, lag happens or, like, you're just, it's not the same feeling as playing offline. But I, I do think online being, uh, online only kind of being a thing, it, it brought in, like, more players, more people started streaming, more people started seeing, like, the events, you know, some guy sees a character that they rarely get to see because... Every offline event is always like, you know, the top tiers are the characters you're like you're used to seeing old oh boy Daigo one again or something. <laughs> and then uh, you know, when there's like regional events you get to see like four Phil's a folk player from Europe. You I you never really saw him at like too many offline events, but like when the online events started going on, you know, you get to see plenty of him, you get to check out his stream, you get to check out all this stuff. So I think it I think it's a double edged sword when you kinda of talk about it. You yourself, what did you do to pass the time, man, during um, the height of COVID, the beginning of it? Uh, you told us you're at your computer playing, um, you're practicing, are you creating any content? What, what's IDOM doing during this time? During the start, I, I do regret this, though. I, during the start of COVID, I wasn't really doing anything because I feel like a lot of people were just thinking, man, COVID is going to be like a, a two-week thing or something. Like, I thought COVID <laughs> was just going to blow by, but... uh. As I saw, like, COVID was taking long... Wrong. Yeah, we were, <laughs> we were way off. <laughs> but, uh... Uh, as COVID started passing by, you know, I I picked up... I learned instruments. I did start a YouTube. I've been doing YouTube uh, content a lot because, you know, it's a, it's a good thing. And actually, I'm, I'm kind of mad at myself for not, like, starting YouTube earlier. I've been streaming a lot more. You get to do, like, a lot of more stuff and be more engaging with, like, my fans on Twitter or, like uh youtube or whatever it might be so i kind of regret not starting like doing this more i guess when covid wasn't a thing but i think covid opened my eyes to see like there's a whole bunch of fan bases everywhere else besides just like being out of like events well listen man um one thing that you do bring up uh, hey listen you, you regret you didn't do it earlier but like i've talked to posey before man content creation youtube uh content creation anything that's a full-time job so maybe uh maybe possibly you were looking at it that way it's like do i need another full-time job or something like that but uh it's pretty cool man that you a player of your caliber of course you want to um get engaged with your audience and everything because it only helps right yeah yeah let's fast forward a little bit here uh, you know street, street fighter 5 is just chugging along just like whatever capcom could do with it it's just like every other community it's like what's going to be happening next that that's basically the gist of it so around i want to say was it 2020 near the end of 2020 or or maybe it was like the beginning or mid of 2021 there were a couple of offline events i believe there was the ceo big e himself he also had a few events 
were you were you one of those players that just couldn't wait to get back on it or were you maybe a little bit hesitant what was your mindset were you just ready to go out there and uh take on the world again on street fighter 5 yeah when uh they were when they were trying to bring the events back before in like 20 late 2020 and like early 2021 i was still hesitant about covid i did not go to the the ceo in 2021 because i think covid was still like pretty big and it was like in florida one of the like you know co the covid like height ground yeah a lot of people were kind of sketchy about the event some people even questioned but that's uh, that's for another episode right yeah so like it was kind of just like covid being at the height so you know it's just not going to those events so you didn't go to the event did you go to the big e one or again did you just uh, stick it out waiting at home till everything kind of cooled off a little bit more no nah, yeah i was kind of just like staying at home so uh, again let's fast forward a little bit i think it's cool that you mentioned uh again capcom was very supportive of the community they kind of have to at this yeah. point you know with as much money as they put into uh the game the last version of the game, like you said, everybody was really, really hype about it. Combo Breaker 2022 happened. CEO 2022 happened. And as as well as a, a bunch of big locals, um, I believe Bum had Street Fighter V at one of his events before those, um, those other big events happened. Was that the time that you were ready to go on out and, um, you know, and show your skills off to the world again? Or were you just eagerly awaiting the next big super event, which would have been Combo Breaker? What were your plans during that time? So, I guess... Better yet, what, what was your mindset? You know, am I ready to go out? Or am I still just, you know, just going to wait it out a little bit? So, I went to... I think the first, like, big event, I guess, post-COVID, that wasn't an invitational I went to was Combo Breaker. And I went to Combo Breaker and, you know... Uh, it was pretty safe. A lot of people, uh, what you call, I was fortunate enough to not get COVID. And then I guess from like there on, I guess like I felt like if I just played it safe and like didn't, uh, wore my mask and did like all the safety stuff, I'll keep pressing my luck until I, what you call, until I, if, if I could keep avoiding getting COVID. And then, uh, yeah, I've been just going to pretty much all the events. And like every, after every event, I usually get tested. I'm usually fine. So, just kind of pressing my luck. Uh, that has to be the mindset, though, of a player of your caliber, right? Yeah. Let me ask you this, man. Um, you made it out to Combo Breaker, and I'm sure you made it out to CEO. And we already know Street Fighter V is basically an end of life. Street Fighter VI has been revealed. Everybody's eagerly awaiting this game. A lot of test locations have been set up. I believe San Diego Comic-Con is going to have it. Yeah. Are, are, are you going to be there? Uh, unfortunately not. Let, let's just take it one step at a time here. Right now, at this moment, after CEO, what's the community feeling like? Is everybody just ready to move on from Street Fighter V? I, I feel like certain players have, like, they want to prove that they were good at five. I guess, before the game, like, officially finishes, which is, like, a good... A good mindset to have because like you know whenever people think of like street fighter 5 they think of like the 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 punks and the items and like the tokido and you're like yo those guys were good at five and then like that's it but i you know i feel like people are trying to write their name in the book i guess before the book closes and those players are like really trying to like keep five going like keep the storylines for five going but i feel like a lot of the community is kind of just like 
give me six. We're we're Street Fighter six. I I wanna I wanna play this game. I wanna play the new the new stuff. And with like all the events coming back and stuff, like the events be the the events opening back up for when six comes out, it'll be like good for and it'll probably like revitalize the community. Yeah, I, see, I, I know exactly what you mean, man, especially with a franchise as big as Street Fighter. I know a lot of people are keeping Street well, if, if you want to call it keeping it alive, but a lot of people still play Street Fighter 4, well, Ultra Street Fighter 4. But the fact of the matter is, uh, the big players, they've long gone. I mean, m maybe somebody will pick it up during a little side event at EVO or something, but like you said, everybody's just eager to move on to 5, whereas there's a there's a subset of players. Maybe they came in late into the game's lifespan, and maybe they're online-only players, and they want to and they want to prove it. But like you said, they're gonna probably have to do it in Street Fighter Six compared to Street Fighter Five, correct? Uh, I mean, they still have time. We we're actually still not even sure when Street Fighter Six comes out. So uh, yeah, you're they right. They got time. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I should have worded that a way better. <laughs> like you said, the community itself—it's uh—it's just there. We're just waiting. Uh, is the community just eagerly awaiting any kind of small little news regarding Street Fighter Six? Because hey, let's be honest, uh, Street Fighter Five let a bad—you know—it has left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths because a lot of people feel that you know Capcom was just playing around with this and they seem to have finally released the full game with the last iteration of it. Is the community just you know? It's like, come on, just give me more information, more information. It's the community's attention span more towards Street Fighter Six than anything Street Fighter Five right now. Now, just the community, not you guys, not the top players, because you you obviously have a way different mindset for now. Uh, I feel like a lot of the players. I mean, I, I've been playing video games for like pretty much a long time in my life, but you know, whenever you know, game developer, it doesn't even have to be like Capcom, but. Uh, whenever a game developer releases even the smallest thing about the new game, the community gets so excited. They're like, <laughs> yeah, they go right. crazy. They try to dissect, uh, analyze. They they do all that stuff. So like, any little news for Street Fighter Six is always going to be a good thing. I do think like for Five, there are the people who still like are gonna play Five. I guess even after Six comes out, but it's gonna be like the same people who still play Four after Five came out. What do you call it? What's it's always going to be that community. Well, what are, what are your thoughts of uh, you know, between now and Street Fighter Six? Do you give anything Street Fighter Six any kind of like attention, or is your mindset still, hey, Street Fighter Five is still the game? I'm out there traveling. I'm out there competing. I got to keep my skills up. Again, is your mindset more towards that than you know, Street Fighter Six is secondary until the actual game drops? So I have this little, uh, I guess, theory. I guess it, it's kind of like when I watch Ooh, a, theories. We love theories. No, no. When I watch, okay. So like, if I'm going to watch like a movie, say like I don't know, a new Avengers movie is gonna come out. I'm like, okay, obviously I'm gonna watch right. my Avengers movie. There's no point in watching the trailers. I'm knowing I'm gonna watch the movie. It's kind of like already there. I guess I kind of have the same feel with Street Fighter. Like I am, I still like watch all the trailers because I'm like I need to. I'm curious to like what characters are gonna be in the game and this and that. But like I don't try to analyze or dissect every little thing about the game because you know I'm probably there's like a 99.9 percent .9 chance I'm gonna get Street Fighter Six. Well, of course, man. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's I, I gotta have to. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of have to. It's expected of you, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
Let's talk about the community in general. What's next for the Capcom Street Fighter VI community? There really isn't much of anything else happening with that company, that at least that I know of, anything major. I haven't heard of any new Marvel game dropping. Uh, oh, yeah, the 30th collection drop, but, you know, that's uh, either hit or miss depending on who you talk to. From your uh, vantage point, what is next for this community? Is it just let's play Street Fighter V until this new game drops, or... You take us through that, man. You're you're more deep into it than I am. Yeah, I, I feel like you kind of hit the nail on the head. I feel like a lot of people are just like, you know, let's just ride five out. We're we're almost at the end of the ride, and then when Street Fighter Six comes out, you know, all the communities, whether like like I feel like every community, the Guilty Gear players, the DNF player, the Dragon Ball players, the Tekken players, every everyone and their mom is going to be playing uh, Street Fighter. So. I feel like we're just going to ride it out with Street Fighter, and then when Street Fighter Six comes out, everyone's going to be, like, super excited and, like, eager to play. Are you uh, touching any other games besides Street Fighter Five right now? Are you into Guilty Gear? Are you into Dragon Ball? I saw you playing some Marvel 3 at a CEO, and I believe you made top 16. Outside of Street Fighter uh, Five, what other games do you dabble on right now? I've been playing... Um uh marvel marvel's like my first the first game i really got into so like you know marvel 3 i always entered that as like at tournaments uh i got i think like fourth at uh combo breaker and like i got top 16 at like ceo but um what else uh i've been playing a bit of guilty gear but like the the dnf the dnf i haven't like i just not my kind of game i feel like that one i couldn't get into but i I definitely try i try every fighting game that comes out yeah, DNF Duel, that's another love or hate relationship game. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So listen, man, I want to thank you very much for coming on here and giving us a little bit of State of the Union of the Street Fighter scene. Before you get out of here, man, how could people reach out to you uh, to get maybe a DM, some information, some advice? Uh, if uh, you guys follow me on Twitter, uh, I don't at idom nyc uh follow me twitch idom underscore ny and youtube idom fgc and listen man idom i really again once again i appreciate you coming on here giving us a few minutes of your time i know you're a busy man you got to get back into that uh into the hyperbolic uh chamber for some training Thank you very much for, again, uh, just, again, giving us a little insight on that community, man. I, you know, that's the biggest one in the FGC. You know, love it or hate it. it, it is Capcom. Whether people hate them or love them, they've been around forever. I'm glad that I was able to get, you know, I was able to get into your mind a little bit just to see what, what was going on. And once again, man, thank you very much and have yourself a good night. Thank you. All right, guys. Enjoy the rest of your night, your rest of your day, wherever you are, and we'll see you until the next episode. This has been a KPB MediaWorks production.